You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. My name is John. I'm here with my co host, Tiny, and we're bringing you another episode of Podcast Gold. Um, just coming straight into your eardrums with interesting and funny news stories, some witty commentary, excellent banter, and all the things you love about Earth Oddity. How you doing today, Tiny? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing today, John? I'm great. Have a had a pretty good day. Had a little car troubles earlier this morning, but I've got all that resolved because I'm a master mechanic. <laughs> And uh, it was the battery, right? Yeah, it was the battery. Replaced it. <laughs> Some skills right there. I took the old one out and put it right back <laughs> in, put a new one right in. So, uh, you know, I, mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but <laughs> if you need your car worked on, come and see me. I, mean, if, I could do something. If it's the battery. If it's the battery. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I determined the problem and fixed it all on my own with no help from an adult or anything. So <laughs> quite proud of myself. As well you should. Yes, yes. So currently also had a pretty much child free weekend this weekend. Oh, wow. So yeah. I mean it was those are hard to come for, hard to come by. Yeah, I know. It was a very exciting. We uh we bought a rug and <laughs> uh and then cut the rug. No, we didn't even do you no, know, we didn't do any of that. I had some I thought we were gonna have a really great weekend. <laughs> Unfortunately my wife had a different plan. So she had to get up early and go to work. So I don't know. But uh, do you have any great stories this week? I do. We get to talk about Baby Shark. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. It's taking the world by storm. As well as some unauthorized dentistry oh. on horses. Okay. All right. So, it's hard to get consent from a horse. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you can take that straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Dad jokes. That's right. We are the bad boys of Southern evangelical humor. <laughs> That's right. This is what you get. <laughs> what you got this week? Uh, I got a dude that was arrested for a DUI who said he was, wasn't was drinking while he was driving. So okay. it's interesting to see how he's getting around these laws. Right. Also have a couple of Florida men's story, but I'll start off right here awesome. with the first one. Since all eyes are on me. A Iowa official is ousted after singing Tupac Shakur's praises to his coworkers. And the reason I wanted okay. to take this, because my company vice president, Mr. Williams, who is a great friend of mine, scoutmaster of my kids' troop, I'm helping him out with the troop too. He likes to sometimes put inspirational quotes in mm -hmm. his emails. Well, there's a particular email that we send out internally once a month and for... I think every month this year he's had a Tupac quote in the a, a line of Tupac in the R. I. P. Yeah, in it. Uh, so 
thought this was hitting home in case he might just stumble upon this and listen. No. You may want to just go through the company rules line <laughs> right. by line. Right. And make sure you're in the safe zone. Yeah, that's right. I just, David, I just want you to know, like, you could be in danger, not by me. I enjoy <laughs> the Tupac lines. And I don't know how many people have even noticed or whatever in the company. I would imagine there's probably not too many people who are that in tune with Tupac Shakur. They're not, they're not as down as we right. are. Or if you're an old white guy, you call him Tupac, you know, (laughs) old Tupac, you're from the country. Okay, so emails show that Iowa Department of Human Services Directory Jerry Foxhoven routinely sent messages to employees lauding the rapper even after at least one complained to lawmakers. Now, I don't know why a nerd would complain, but whatever, they complain. Emails obtained by the AP show that Iowa Director of Human Services Jerry Foxhoven routinely sent messages to employees lauding Shakur's music and lyrics even after at least one complained to lawmakers. Then Wait la- a minute. Complained to lawmakers? That's right. What are they going to do about Tupac quotes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Last month, he sent another such email to all 4,300 agency employees he was abruptly ousted from his job the next work day. Oh, man. Foxhoven, who's 66, told employees that he had been a huge fan of the hip-hop artist for years. He hosted weekly Tupac Fridays to play his music in the office. <laughs> <laughs> he traded lyrics with employees, and he marked his own 65th birthday with Shakur-themed cookies, including one direct decorated with the words Thug Life. <laughs> 65. 65. 65-year-old birthday. Little known fact, when I was in eighth grade, I loved Tupac. I was <laughs> as big of a Tupac fan as you could be. If I was allowed to get a tattoo when I was in eighth grade, I would have gotten thug life <laughs> on my belly, you know? But luckily, uh, I wasn't able to. Ms. Long, I am very disappointed <laughs> right. in you yes. that you did not let John get this tattoo. <laughs> but also, can you imagine going to like the cookie shop, you know, like getting one of those big cookie cakes and going, no, yes. I want to get Thug Life on there. Can you do it in old English letters too, please? <laughs> Says the agency released 350 pages of emails with words that, that contain the words Tupac or to the numeral Pac right. know, for the hip, the really hip ones. <laughs> There's just too many letters. That's right. you got to shorten it. Right. Yeah. you got to take out one keystroke. <laughs> yes. Sent to and from Foxhoven during his two-year tenure in response to an AP request. Now, if you're the AP reporter and you have to do a freedom of information request <laughs> for the words Tupac, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. They show that Foxhoven marked the anniversary of Shakur's death, which is a hoax. He's alive in Cuba, by the way. Everybody (laughs) knows that. Shared one of his lyrics about love on Valentine's Day and used the rapper's image to try to improve the agency's culture. He told colleagues he was inspired by lyrics that included, It's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Right. Makes sense. I like that. Mm -hmm. Inspirational quote. While some employees praised Foxhoven for using Shakur to inject levity and inspiration into a stressful workplace, at least one complained to lawmakers about it last year. And when Governor Kim Reynolds told Foxhoven to resign on June 17th, it was his first workday after he sent an agency-wide email telling employees to mark Shakur's birthday over the weekend by listening to one of his songs. (laughs) Okay. May not want to do that, you know? (laughs) Yes. 
Let's see. A spokeswoman for the governor wouldn't confirm or deny that Fox Hoven's email figured into her surprise request for his resignation. Hard to think that it didn't play into it. And uh, as the governor has said, a lot of factors contributed to the resignation of Jerry Foxhoven. And now Governor Reynolds is looking forward to taking DHS in a new direction. His ouster came amid multiple controversies involving the agency, which has a nearly $7 billion annual budget. Um, That's a lot of money. Yeah, they include difficult contract negotiations with managed care companies that run the Medicaid program, a trial detailing alleged mistreatment of boys at a state juvenile home, and an uptick in deaths at a center for the disabled. Still, Foxhoven's job had not appeared to be in danger. Foxhoven said in a text message that he believed Reynolds had made the decision to go in a different direction before he sent the June 14th email. He said he wasn't given a reason for the resignation request, but that he doubted Shakur was a factor. <laughs> Several employees reacted positively with notes to Foxhoven, but one noted that the view wasn't universally shared. I love your Tupac messages, and the fact that you still send them despite the haters makes me appreciate them even more, employee Lisa Bender wrote. I agree totally, said Foxhoven. I'm going to hang in there on him, despite all the naysayers. According to Foxhoven. So, right. So, well, was he, well, I guess you can't say fired, right. but asked forced, to resign. Asked to resign. Yeah. Was it because of Tupac or not? It seems that it was probably a factor among other, I would think teens getting abused at a state juvenile hospital or a juvenile facility and an uptick in deaths and all that. We're probably going to put the pressure on you a little more than Tupac lyrics would. You would think. But also, if, they were already like, hey, something's going on over here in DHS. And then you got an employee come to you and go, hey, the guy who, who runs this has like an obsession with Tupac. And I had to go to like his birthday party with Tupac cookies. And he sends Tupac emails and he tells us to listen to songs. And he's They're, 65 years old, by the way. Yeah, also a 65-year-old. I, I think he's a white dude. I don't know. <laughs> then you may just go. Hey, we just let's just cut bait here and and let him do his thing and we'll do our thing and, and in go the in a media, different direction. Being the media, they're just gonna latch on to he was a Tupac fan. Right. Yes. Because we don't want to we don't want to make the department look, you know, that bad. Well, also we want Tupac gets a lot more clicks than <laughs> that's true. You know, like this would not be a story without Tupac. In <laughs> right. It, you know, I mean, of course, locally that's probably a story, but there wouldn't be two rednecks sitting in a closet in Alabama talking about it, <laughs> no. you know? No, there would not. Right. Two bad boys of Southern Baptist comedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, let's see here. Our next story is, City hopes that Baby Shark Song will drive the homeless away. Oh, okay. So that, they did not pull any punches with right. that headline. No, not at all. This comes from West Palm Beach, Florida. Officials in West Palm Beach are hoping that a continuous loop of children's songs played throughout the night will keep homeless people from sleeping on the patio of a city-owned rental banquet facility. West Palm Beach Parks and Recreation Director Leah Rockwell tells the Palm Beach Post that they're trying to discourage people from sleeping outside the glass-walled waterfront Lake Pavilion, which she says rakes in some... $240,000 annually from events. Okay. The loop of Baby Shark and It's Raining Tacos. Oh, I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> You've never heard? That's a favorite at my house. Is it to the tune of It's Raining Men? Like no. Like the disco song? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's 
It's raining tacos out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. I would, I would much rather. <laughs> it's raining tacos. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's very catchy, but anyway, they're hoping that that is a temporary fix to keep the homeless people off the patio. Rockwell says the city wants to formalize hours for the facility, which should make trespassing laws easier to enforce. Aliyah Champion tells the Post that it's wrong to chase people away with music. Okay. <laughs> My dad, he felt that way when I was a kid listening to <laughs> Sir Mix a lot. <laughs> he says that he will still sleep there, but it's on and on the same song. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> hadn't run him off. Right. But they're driving him crazy. Sure. I would say. I, I was about to say, I mean. I don't know how I feel about this because I have a very soft spot for homeless people in my heart. Same I love, here. I really love homeless people. You know, not yeah. enough to let them move into my house, but and, I love them. And there are some people who are homeless by choice, but there's also a lot of people who really are because of circumstances. Right. Yeah. Are in a tough spot. Right. Exactly. You know? And I, I, I really have compassion for those people. Yes. And a public area should be a public area, I guess. Right. And they should be able to use it mm-hmm. um, if they want to sleep. Also, I have a homeless plan of giving homeless people one-way tickets to Hawaii, too. <laughs> I think that's the one thing we can do, you know? Well, you know, was it last year we had a story about a bunch of homeless people getting tickets back to the mainland? Yeah, right. Remember I know. that? Yeah. Because, because Hawaii, Hawaii was like, look, hey, we'll give you a ticket if yeah. you just go. Right. We yeah. want you to go away. We got limited space here in Hawaii. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I saw a thing one time, and I think it was uh, maybe Salt Lake City. They took old apartment complexes in City Bottom and like fixed them up, and mm-hmm. would allow home, homeless people to live there for like up to a year while they got their life back together. And of course, I'm sure there were some regulations that might be drug testing they had to pass right. and all that. And it really worked to help alleviate their problem. I would like to see more cities do things like that mm-hmm. instead of hey, we're just trying to run you off all the time <laughs> but, by playing catchy children's songs on loop right and what if you get a bunch of kids down there but you know like all around a bunch of homeless people this could go really bad they go really bad you know but like you say some homeless people are there by choice Mm -hmm. Um, we have quite a big homeless population in tuscaloosa not a lot of people know that but we do i used to you know meet and talk with them all the time down at Rolly Poly. I'd let them come in and mm-hmm. use the bathroom and get free water and all that. Cause you know, what else are they going to do? I right. leave old sandwiches out for them at night and everything. So I was probably part of the problem. I think my neighbors <laughs> didn't really like me, but if I got food, I'll give you food. Well, have you ever heard of a uh, hobo code? No, no, I didn't. I don't know. No, I'm not fluent. I can't read it. Oh, yeah. You're talking about like the marks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they'll leave marks and stuff. And so I bet you somewhere in Tuscaloosa, there's a, or if it's not painted over that one time, there was a, there's there was a John Long, this is friendly, shop, friendly territory. Yeah. Go in and take a crack. Symbol on a wall Stop up his toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. But yeah, so. I don't know. I, I I don't agree with playing Baby Shark, but it's definitely an inventive idea by whoever the city administrator or probably whoever came up with it is, is has gotten. I will say that now it is true what you said that uh, the correlation, correlation is right. not always equal causation. Right. But Baby Shark on a loop, it certainly keeps the homeless away from my house. <laughs> <laughs> it, it borderline keeps me away as well. Just general advice for the homeless people, if you get drunk enough, you'll sleep through it. (laughs) 
You know, <laughs> yes. I mean, just I'm, I'm speaking from a little bit of experience here, or maybe it's just some earplugs. Yeah, right. I could sleep through it right now, or uh, like play something else louder. <laughs> True, that's right. <laughs> Doesn't everybody have a a boombox? I was about to say, even even homeless people have yeah you phones can. and stuff nowadays, True. don't they? Yeah. So right now, that's you're right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you could get a boombox for cheap. You know, like a dollar or two. Yeah, and, and get a uh, Use Your Illusion Volume 1 cassette tape. <laughs> well, you just you tune it to an <laughs> FM station. You yeah, know? or that. Yeah, you can listen to all kind of the top hits. <laughs> the Katy Perry, all that good stuff. That would run me out of a room. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was just saying. Okay, so let's move on here to my next story, which is out of Newport Ritchie, Florida. And the headline reads, Naked Florida Man Wearing a Bra Burglarizes Several Cars in a Parking Lot. Okay. Now, I want to just... This is very Florida. Yeah. It oh, yeah. doesn't catch me unawares. But I want to stop right now the fake news, because if he had a bra on, he was not naked. <laughs> and we should just... I mean, sloppy reporting out of the... Uh, winknews.com okay right. uh, I, I bet he was wearing a, i bet he was wearing socks too <laughs> doesn't look like it oh never mind <laughs> they were flesh toned <laughs> a naked florida man wearing nothing but a woman's bra was caught on camera over the weekend burglarizing several cars the pasco sheriff's office says the naked man was seen entering the fence parking lot at a u.s water services corporation on sunday the business is located on Cross Bayou Boulevard in Newport Ritchie. Everybody knows where that is. All our listeners do. Mm-hmm. Deputies say the man then proceeded to commit several auto burglaries to company vehicles, and he then left the area. Investigators have not yet been able to identify the man. I would like to see the lineup down at the police station. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes. Uh, the sheriff's office released surveillance images in hopes of someone recognizing him and anyone who who can identify him or has any information on this case, check the show notes because you might. Right, that's true. Could be some of y'all's kin folks out there listening. listeners in Florida. Yeah, could be some of y'all's kin folks, uncles, cousins, whatever. And call the sheriff's office at 1-800-706-2488 and reference case number 19-02-029-093. And let them let's let's help solve this crime here, guys. <laughs> Just check out the surveillance photos, and he's a straight up naked dude. Oh, actually, I does the, I think he does have shoes on. So well, there you go. He's not very and a hat, by the way. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's getting less and less naked, naked as it goes. Near naked. He just doesn't have pants and underwear on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which I mean. Who hadn't walked around in a bra, hat, shoes, with no pants and underwear on? Well, We've say, all done that. Well, I'll say in Florida, if you're trying to break into cars and you're not wearing any shoes, yeah. you're trying to get in a car quick. Right. <laughs> I bet that asshole. Well, I'll say, as hot as it is, I can understand going without pants and underwear. It's <laughs> crossed my mind a few times this past week. <laughs> but sitting down on a vinyl seat in the car, <laughs> that's going to be tough. You well, know? I was thinking, have you ever, okay, I don't know about now, but when we were kids and you go to the public pool oh, and yeah. you try to run across the parking lot. Right, yes. Like, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, <laughs> yes, ah. right. No, yeah, you get them little tender feet. <laughs> or you'd walk around the pool and you're looking for the wet spots <laughs> or the yes. concrete wet so hot. Yeah, no, that still happens at my mom's pool when my kids get out. <laughs> It'll burn your feet up. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I, I would not want to sit down on some leather seats no. with no pants on. No. There's stuff sticking and getting burnt. And Living in Alabama, to. I have learned that human beings are perfectly capable of driving their car with just their index finger and their <laughs> thumb right. on one of their hands. Well, and every year people make fun of me because I have one of those old man sunscreens that I get out, you know, <laughs> yeah. like every year and I use it during the summer. Yes. But when I can rest three the sun, of the sunshades, <laughs> right? The sunshade thing. Yes. What, but when I can rest three fingers and a thumb on my steering wheel when I get in and you're only using one, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the real winner here. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why more people don't use them. Man, you ever, uh, you ever sit in your car on a hot day, like right now? Yeah. In that seat belt, like you get on it, oh, it's yeah. just like a branding. <laughs> yes, iron. I know. It's tough. <laughs> and like, you're, you're not, you don't wear glasses, you right. know? Right. But, uh, like your glasses will fog up and all, it's just horrible, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't, you can't explain it to people. I had no. a friend in Virginia talking about how hot it was up there today, you know, and I was just like, you got no idea. I was like, that's every day in Alabama. <laughs> yes. like, every day. I was like, what you're experiencing right now is like September for us. Not to mention like the humidity is so bad. And yeah. The water particles in the air actually act like millions of tiny magnifying glasses. <laughs> that's right. Just heating it up even more. Exactly. And you sweat so much. Like I would sweat right now walking like the five, maybe 10 feet from my front door to my car. Mm-hmm. And then you have to open the door and wait for like 45 seconds just to let all the hot air get out so you don't suffocate and die when you sit down. And then you have the possibility of branding yourself with the metal on the seatbelt. Can't touch the steering wheel or anything. The air conditioner is going to blow hot for like 30 seconds before it even puts out any cold. And even then, by the time you get to wherever you're going, the car's finally just getting cooled off. You know, and then you got to get out and start it all over again. It's horrible. The struggle is real. I just want to say, if you're listening and you're not a Christian, you just spend some time in Alabama. It'll make you rethink your stance on hell. It will. Yes. I mean, it'll make, you don't want to. Be, you don't want to have to go through this every day for eternity. That's all I'm saying. You know, because it, it's going to be hot. All right, it's going to be real hot. Absolutely, man. It's so hot down here. It's so hot. I mean, I, and we choose to live here. That's the thing. Like we could, we could move anywhere that we wanted to probably well we've got roots you know yeah no, i mean this family. is i'm i'm 100 percent alabama in my blood you know, know from way back like 1800 so you know i'm just saying i have never owned any slaves or anything before i gets out there you know mm-hmm. we're broke alabamians <laughs> all right but uh yeah it'd be hard to move I, it's in my blood i love this state if you could go anywhere where would you go oh man that's a tough question I don't know. I don't, I don't really, probably Northern California. I'd go to Gordo. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Rimlap. About 30 minutes north of here. (laughs) Which I found out there's a town in Alabama called Rimlap. Everybody, you've heard of Rimlap before? No, I haven't. Oh, well, it's kind of north, I think, east of Birmingham. But anyways, I found out that it is named Rimlap because the people who settled it was named Palmer and they just spelled it backwards. Oh, wow. Okay. So Rimlap. Clever. Yeah. There you go. A little bit of Alabama trivia for everybody out there today. For all our listeners worldwide who don't care anything about it. Let's talk about somewhere that's not quite so hot. We're going to talk about a story out of British Columbia, Canada. Okay. 
Police in British Columbia issued an apology Friday after a cat filter was mistakenly applied to a live stream of a news conference <laughs> where they were discussing a double murder. Oh, that's even worse. It's not like, hey, guys, we're announcing our new community <laughs> initiative or whatever. It's not a perfect situation. <laughs> <laughs> More of a cat catastrophe. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> yes. I know Kevin's loving this right now. <laughs> shout out to Kevin, who's big fan, big fan of ponds, loves ponds. He loves them. When the filter applied, a sergeant with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police suddenly appeared on computer screens with cat ears on her head and whiskers on her face as she spoke to reporters about the slayings <laughs> of a young couple. The Daily Hive of Vancouver reported. Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> the cat filter had apparently been on automatic setting, and police said Friday on Twitter that they were working to fix the problem, and a video of the news conference was later made available without the filter, which was, you know, really a downer video. Right. You, you watch this one, and, you <laughs> <Right>. know. <laughs> makes it a little more easier to take. <laughs> it does. Yes, we are aware, and we are addressing it, the police wrote on Twitter. Thank you. We will rectify and issue a video shortly. Oh. According to the BBC in Britain, a similar tech glitch occurred in June during a government minister's news conference in Pakistan. I remember that story. <laughs> Do, too. Uh, the minister's party blamed human error, according to a report. But yeah. check out the story of the sergeant. <laughs> well, she looks cute. I know. You know, it's very cute. Libby would love it. <laughs> yeah. I think she should do our news conferences that way. And why not? Let's just go straight filters. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you... I'm going to do all my news conferences now I'm like as an 80-year-old old person. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know whoever's like the person that's in charge of doing the live stream has gotten uh -huh. fired over this, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it makes me think of... Uh, when Trayvon Martin was killed, I can't remember the dude who killed him. Oh, dude. Yes, you can. It was, uh, what was his George I know what he looks Zimmerman. Like. George Zimmerman. Yes. So in his trial, I don't know if you remember this, but there's videos of it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. They were going to Skype in like an expert or whatever. Well, you know, they were playing the trial live or whatever, yeah. and they left like their Skype number visible or <laughs> just like everybody in the so general public calling in. just started bombing them. Like with Skype calls, they ended up having to like shut it down because they, you know, old people don't understand technology. Yes. And uh, it's really one. It's very funny. I mean, <laughs> nothing funny about a young man losing his life no. in a murder trial and all that, but it was definitely a funny moment in that trial. <laughs> And this is like the same thing. Just somebody didn't understand. They switched the wrong way on the camera, and yeah. next thing you know, you and got a cat. And now is a cute little cat. That's right. <laughs> and you know, like whoever did it was probably like just set it up, like accidentally hit it, and cat filter comes on. Then they're like <laughs> off in the back getting some coffee or doing whatever, fingerprinting some criminal. And then I like, like to think this was actually viral marketing for Zootopia too. <laughs> <laughs> Are they coming out with a Zootopia too? They should. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I watched one in the theaters, by the way. Oh wow! Okay, oh, yeah. don't want to brag. <laughs> I don't want to brag. Well, you certainly have bragging rights. <laughs> Let's talk about a, another man who had a run in with the law. Let's do no it. cap filter, though. The headline here from WREG.com, which is CBS affiliate, says man arrested for DUI says he wasn't drinking while driving. Okay. He was just drinking at stop signs. 
This comes from, you want to guess what state it's from? Florida. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) This is a clever man. This is a very clever man. Oh, yeah. A man arrested on suspicion of DUI in Florida had a creative, if ineffective, defense. Mm -hmm. During the June 27th arrest, Earl Stevens, want to guess how old he was? Oh, I'm going to say he was 54. 69 years old. (laughs) Oh, Earl. Earl's a good name, too. By the way, I wanted to name Thomas Earl, and Deidre wouldn't let me. Well, thank you, Deidre. Nobody, no kids aren't named Earl anymore. They're not. They're not. But Earl's a good name. Earl will help you out in a bind. You know, (laughs) Earl will fix your lawnmower. Earl will do a lot of things for you. Well, I know of this one young lady who thought Earl needed to die. That's true. So there's three young ladies, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Until they said something about President Bush and then everybody quit buying their records. Uh, Okay. Anyways, back on track here. (laughs) Earl here told officers that he hadn't been drinking and driving. He had only been been drinking at stop signs, according to an arrest affidavit. Police received a 911 call after a McDonald's drive-thru customer in Vero Beach complained of a driver behind her repeatedly bumping her car. He wanted some fries. <laughs> that boy, he was ready to get some of them fries as she's taking a little her time. He's done bought into that marketing. Oh, whatever. He knows. <laughs> if you're drunk and you still go for McDonald's fries, you know they're good. All right? I don't know. I would question your decisions. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Indian River County Sheriff's deputies found Stevens still behind the wheel, an open bottle of booze stuffed in a paper bag on the seat next to him, uh, according to the affidavit. Deputy said Stephen smelled of alcohol, and he told them he was feeling, quote, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stevens, who said he has never had a Florida's driver's license, allegedly told deputies that he had only sipped Jim Bean at stop signs. <laughs> According to the affidavit, he further explained that he was not drinking while the car was moving and only would stop for stop signs and traffic signals. He said that he would never drink and drive. That's right. Because you might hit a bump and spill your drink. <laughs> he was being responsible here. Yeah. Um, he also told officers he had been busted twice for driving under the influence in Missouri, according to the paper, and was booked on charges of DUI and driving without a license. So I'm just hats off to Earl for finding a loophole <laughs> in our legal system here. We'll have to wait and see how that defense performs in court. Yes. I mean, I'm not advocating anybody drive under the influence at all. Right. But if you are, sip while you're at the stop sign, okay? (laughs) And at a stoplight. Not while you're moving, okay? Distracted driving causes a lot of accidents, all right? And you don't have to get drunk. I mean, you just want to get a nice little, you want to feel pretty good like Earl here. (laughs) And go get you some McDonald's fries. Just be a little more patient in the drive-thru, you know? Or maybe he was mad because the ice cream machine was broken. Oh, man. Well, I mean, good for Earl. Earl is a man who will drink while he drives, too, by the way. So maybe it's good that we didn't name Thomas that. (laughs) Maybe. Which, shout out to Thomas, just turned 14 yesterday, too. Happy birthday, Thomas. Turning into a little young man there. 14 was a huge year of my life. And that's where you you actually peaked. I peaked at 14. In eighth grade at 14. That was the peak (laughs) of my life, by the way. Man, I was making out with every girl at middle school that I wanted to make out with. And I played football and basketball, and I was just a star. And it's been downhill ever since then. I could make some. What happened? Um, All the other guys started growing and you quit. Well, that was part of it. (laughs) I think 
if I could tie it to one event, it was that in eighth grade, I found the Grateful Dead and I just descended into a, <laughs> a life of debauchery. And if it hadn't been for the Grateful Dead, you might be like a total jock. That's right. I right could have been now. like, well, yeah, I could have went places. Yes. But, I, I, you know, I don't regret where I am now. So it all <laughs> worked true. out pretty That's well. True. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. God to... bless the broken road. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what is that song? Who's that? Who sings that Rascal song? Rascal Flatts. Okay. All right. Yeah. Rascal Flatts. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. I don't. You know. Really. Eighth grade. I, I had it going on. I had it going on. I was just say. I tell everybody out there. Had it going on. Had a little mustache coming in, which Thomas has got coming in. And he's got yeah. his little mustache coming Way in too. Way before all the other kids. That's in junior right. High. And you know, Thomas. We held Thomas back a year, not for like athletic purposes, because he's a real little bitty, and we loved our little baby, and we didn't want to let him go or whatever. <laughs> right. Um. So he's a little bit older than most of the people in his grade, kind of like I was. I was the second oldest person in my grade that mm-hmm. hadn't like failed a grade or been held. Back back or something and uh so you're a little cooler you know and Mm -hmm. uh yeah he's a good looking kid just like his dad was (laughs) so i'm expecting big things out of him so if you could just hide your grateful dead tapes (laughs) and not let him find them he's not into the dead he doesn't like it hudson will listen to rock and roll thomas likes you know more well thomas doesn't really listen to a lot of music he listens to podcasts. <laughs> Some, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like super intelligent. He is very intelligent. He is yeah. very intelligent. Very good musician, too, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I mean, has a lot of promise. And if I could get him to practice more, maybe <laughs> he'll get his college paid for, you know? If he could just get all his friends listening to our podcast, that would be huge. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. Because also... He's turned 14 and exactly like I was when I was 14. Dad becomes really not as cool as he used to be. Right. You know, dad. We just really... got to tell some embarrassing. Well, we have told embarrassing stuff oh, about Thomas. I can say. It's just got to get out to his friends. Yeah. So they go listen to True. it. There yeah. we go. I can't do that to him, though. <laughs> you know, I can't. I could. But anyways, to Thomas Long, <laughs> when you listen to this one day after I die and you like realize how excellent of a father I was and you're going back trying to grab <laughs> any little glimmer of, of the man I once was, I'm very proud of you as a young man. And uh, I really wish you would practice your horn more. And also, I mean, I hope eighth grade is as good as for you as it was for me. <laughs> yeah? Yes. I mean, let's, I mean, light petting only. Okay. <laughs> Let's just set the line there, okay? Like your dad did. Like your dad did, like a wholesome young man. <laughs> we used to have these parties in eighth grade. Dieter and I discussed this. And we'd basically like go over to somebody's house and be like, you know, so-and-so's birthday. And mm-hmm. our parents would just drop us off. And then it was just like suck face for a couple of hours. And then your mom and dad would pick you up and you would go home. Yeah. It was really amazing. So, <laughs> And it was usually after church. <laughs> sometimes on a lock-in hayride oh i made a lot of moves on a hayride hayrides i miss oh, hayrides man i made so many moves on a hayride <laughs> man, i was i was top of the notch hayride was where it was at you get a couple blankets on you i mean all bets are off that's all i'm saying <laughs> youth minister can't watch everybody you know <laughs> well anyway we gotta move on you know what? This story is getting kind of old, but I love it so much, and I want to keep it alive for just okay. a little bit longer. All right, the Area Fifty One raid. Oh yeah. Oh oh. I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder, but I saw an interview with the dude who started the page. I did too. Now okay. Now this the interview that I saw he did with George Knapp. I don't know. And it was cut down real short, and there wasn't a whole lot about yeah. it. It was basically him just saying uh, it was just a joke, and then when it passed 
five hundred thousand. I started getting scared. <laughs> I saw him doing Naruto or not Naruto run. <laughs> Naruto run. What's it called again? Naruto. Run. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I saw him do that. He like ran. He was like going in a straight line. He veered off into some bushes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, anyway, uh, this was a super shock to everybody who was paying attention. The Air Force did not find this no. funny. No, but somewhere they had to have Shocking. a meeting about yes. a bunch of nerds coming and running at them. So. Yes, and then Bud Light. Oh, okay. You Bud know. Light, the, <laughs> and, the like top-of-the-line beer. Yes, Anheuser-Busch, they came out and said that they were not a fan okay. of the Area 51 raid. Okay. And they did not support it. Oh. And then they came out after that and said, free Bud Light to any aliens that make it outside of the facility. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, good. I mean, aliens are probably the only ones who like that. They probably think it's all just our natural water source. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, this story comes from CNN. Bud Light is offering free beer to any alien that makes it out of Area 51. <laughs> the world is ready to finally see the secrets hidden inside Area 51. All right, hold on. Time out. Let's, okay. let's just go for the record here. The only people Bud Light have offered free beer to are aliens who That's make it out of Area 51. And Cleveland Brown fans after they win their first game. You remember talking <laughs> yes. about that? They had those coolers all over I town. I remember that. Yeah. They're so playing it safe. They're playing it real safe. <laughs> right. Which Cleveland ended up winning like six games last year. So I know they, they lost that beer. They're my team this year, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I don't have like an NFL team, so I just picked Cleveland because I feel like. Uh, it's I'm ironic. A, well, I can be a good bandwagon fan. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Right. We tried that with the Birmingham Iron and the whole league got shut down. So <laughs> just to let you know, be on, be on alert, NFL fail <laughs> well anyway and if one of those secrets happens to be living aliens well we have good news they will be greeted with free cans of bud light okay anheuser bush the maker of bud light initially posted on twitter quote we'd like to be the first brand to formally announce that we will not be sponsoring the area 51 raid okay and everyone said nerds <laughs> <laughs> however the brand quickly backtracked off that uh, alienating claim I got it. Saying, screw it. Free Bud Light to any alien that makes it out. <laughs> that sounds like you're going to start an intergalactic war. You know? Yeah. You get a couple of drunk aliens, things aren't going to go well. You know? Well, I mean, I hope none of those aliens pass out because <laughs> those aliens pass out. Um, all and they get all. messed with. Well, I'll say if they're at a frat house, <laughs> yes. there's no telling what will happen if they pass out. They'll go back to the intergalactic prince of whatever, Zeta Reticuli. <laughs> They'll be like, they... They, I got probed. You know? <laughs> hey, hey, boss. Funny they, story. Tables have turned. I got probed. They drew human genitalia on my forehead <laughs> and placed carrots inside my yeah. my frame. Yeah, yeah. You don't just let's be careful here, Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Says that the company even went as far as to make a label for its Area Fifty One Special Edition Bud Light. All right. Greetings, Earthlings. This is the famous Area 51. It says at the top of the can, we know of no space beer by any other life form which is brewed and aged to be more refreshing. Our cryogenic aging produces a light-bodied space lager with a fresh taste, clean, crisp finish, and smooth drinkability. Take us to your leader for drinks. <laughs> so Okay. I mean, Anheuser Busch is getting on the bandwagon, right, and they're I'll using say, this to sell. Hats sell off beer. for marketing. You know, that's good. Not that 
Bud Light has to do a whole lot of marketing. Right. You know, but here, every, I guess, every 19 year old in Alabama is drinking Bud Light. So, <laughs> but I guess the real story here is that this is mainstream now. This is right. no longer an internet joke in the deep oh, no, recesses yeah. of 4chan. Right. Like, this is. Yeah, Big, it's blown up. When you yeah. have yeah, people like a couple of Southern Baptists on a podcast <laughs> talking about it, then everybody knows about it. I want to say it's over two million now, I think, too. Oh wow. Oh wow. So I mean dude, if ten percent of two million people show up, yeah. that's a lot. But nobody's gonna show up. <laughs> I think there's gonna be fifty people. We gotta throw them off the scent. You know? <laughs> I mean the government is listening. Through our phones, by the way. Yeah. So nobody's showing up. Just right. so everybody knows, nobody's going to show up in Storm Area 51. Well, you know, some people have said that the reason, I'm talking about throwing them off the scent, some people here said have said that the real story is uh, Jeffrey Epstein and oh, yeah. all the all these pedos are oh, coming out exactly. in the news. Yeah, and that's the totally government is like, is. okay, everybody, Area 51, aliens, yes. look at this. Yes. Right. So, maybe, that's, maybe that's true. I don't know. Conspiracies abound, my friend. I don't trust the government, you know. I mean, really, yeah. you don't trust the government. I don't. I, you don't I, think now, they have your best interest at heart? I'll just say this to the FBI and CIA who are listening <laughs> in: I have no plans to overthrow the government or anything. I'm just very distrustful of you guys. So <laughs> yeah. something like that could be true that they are manipulating the general populace mm-hmm. just for whatever reason. I don't know. We have to remember that at one time. Scientists, government scientists, gave just regular citizens LSD. They did, you know, just to see what would happen. And we do not know the extent of those programs because the CIA director had them all incinerated. Exactly. So I would just like to say to the NSA or the CIA, where's my LSD? (laughs) That's all I want. Where's my LSD? That's all I want to know. And up yours. (laughs) Just where's my LSD? And up yours. Tiny's not speaking for me. All right. (laughs) He's speaking for himself. All I want to know is where's my government LSD? I am officially speaking as spokesperson for the Earth Oddity (laughs) podcast. And I I say. I do not endorse his message. (laughs) Up yours. No. No. I will take drugs. You can pay me me to test anything on me all right they're have, not gonna pay you they're just gonna dose you well that's fine i'll take that too but i mean let me try to get a little cash out of them if i can <laughs> yeah. you know but we all know what lsd does you just listen to the grateful dead that's all it does right I mean, it's yeah. no like nefarious anything else so uh, they probably don't want to test on me you know i got a really extensive collection i just sit in my room and listen to records all day but whatever but yeah so anyways taste the music I don't put anything past the government. No, you know? no, like no. it's not like one day they decided, okay, now we're through doing shady stuff. Now we're all on the up and up, guys. <laughs> right. I just don't think believe that, you know. I don't either. So I mean, but like I said, I don't want to overthrow the government. <laughs> I don't want to secede. I don't want to do anything. I just want my free LSD. That's all I want out of all of this. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I got one more story, and it's a little sensitive. This is a where is the line story, really. <laughs> that somehow crept into our show That's notes. Right. We should have brought them on for this. Dang. <laughs> we should have. Uh, they, I don't know if we can fit all of us in this closet. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, if you're... Samantha's not very big. We might could fit yes, her right. in here. Yeah, she could definitely fit in here. Kevin, you'd have to call in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if if you're younger, you may want to tune out. If you have younger kids, right. you may want to tune out. It's nothing like having to do with sex or anything like that but <laughs> no not that yeah not that not that because kids can't spell right right okay the headline reads florida man breaks into home 
cuts man's penis and runs off with detached penis, deputies say. No! 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 And this has no relation to the Lorraine Bobbitt story back in no, the 90s. No, this is a copycat. <laughs> okay, this is a fresh story. Yeah. This is a copy dog. Uh, gotcha. Crime. It comes from Gilchrist County, Florida, and a man is accused of breaking into the home of his wife's lover. Uh-oh. Tying him up and then cutting off his penis with a pair of scissors. No! Hmm. Well, I, I, I'm not going to say that it was okay what he did, but I think I will say that I can understand where he's coming from, maybe. I don't, I mean, here's my thing, all right? It ain't it ain't the lover's fault, you know? It's your wife's fault. You yeah, know? but you're not going to do nothing to your wife. Oh, no. I'm, you love her. I'll you slap don't... her around all day long. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> I was kidding. Say, you love your wife, but you really, really do not love the lover <laughs> in the situation. If you have a problem with anybody, it needs to be with your wife, okay? She's the one who made the commitment to you. Jody down the street, <laughs> yeah. he, he's not involved in any way other than opportunity presented itself <laughs> and he took advantage of it okay but you're not thinking clear when that happens oh no, no you're, yeah, you're definitely right. that son of a really really corrupted my beautiful bride right. and now she's not thinking right yeah. it's all because of him oh yeah no he's in yeah. there friendly henry and her telling you know like oh, i'd never do i'd never leave my socks on the ground i'd always pick them up you know i mean that's how guys do it i know the play i mean i can't even get my wife to sleep with me much less anybody else but if i wanted to i could probably find somebody now there's a lady down at the convenience store doesn't have all her teeth she's got a little bit of a mustache she really thinks i'm a good looking guy i might can pull something off of her but in general, I'm I don't have a shot at cheating on my wife because nobody wants me. Right. Anyways, back to the story. Uh, the sheriff's office responded to a call of a stabbing slash cutting at a mobile home. Surprise, surprise! No, he, he, wait, he stabbed and then he cut. Well, it just says quote stabbing slash cutting. Okay, so either or. Yeah, it was at a mobile home, and deputies were on their way to the mobile home. Uh, when they were on their way, a male caller told dispatchers that an armed man, later identified as forty-nine-year-old neighbor Alex Bonilla, broke into his home and cut off his penis. Oh no. That's tough. Tough way. Bad way to go. Just as a side note, Mike Vrabel, who coaches the Tennessee Titans, said this week that he would cut off his penis to win a Super Bowl. What is the deal? What's what's going on? He said he's been married 20 years. He doesn't need it anymore. That's an exact <laughs> quote from him, by the way. And his wife agreed. <laughs> Anyways, upon arrival... The male caller told deputies on the scene that Bonilla came over to his home and threatened to kill the man if he's resisted. That's when I just thought, well, you're going to have to kill me, buddy. <laughs> right, I'd you rather know? die. <laughs> the man told deputies Bonilla then took him to the man's bedroom, tied him up, and then forcefully cut the man's penis with a pair of scissors. <sighs> oh, that just, I mean, that makes my belly button hurt. I hope they were sharp scissors. Oh, you know they were. <laughs> they were probably like, <laughs> they were probably like child, child safety right. scissors. Uh, the man whose penis got cut off told deputies that Bonilla fled the scene with a man's severed penis in his possession. I wonder what he's going to do with it. If history is any teacher, he's going to ride down the road in a convertible and throw it out. I'd turn it into a necklace. <laughs> if it's me, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. According to the arrest report, Bonilla was found to have caught the victim and his wife during sexual intercourse back in May. Oh, so this is brewed for a little bit. Yeah, he's playing this out. 
Uh, deputies found and arrested Benia a couple of hours after responding to the original call. He's faced with multiple felony charges, including burglary, kidnapping, false imprisonment, and aggravated assault. Mm. Um, the victim remains in the hospital, deputies said, and officials did not specify what happened to the victim's penis. Hmm. So, so we don't. Hopefully, he's recovering in the hospital. Yeah, but oh yeah. We really don't know. I mean, I mean, can he, you <laughs> can you get a transplant? You know. Well, yeah, you can. I believe. Actually. All right. Okay. We. I would like to inter- inquire about that. What well, do you know about it? I mean, well, I read a story here a while back. A, a, a dude straight up had a robo. Penis. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I, I'd take a prosthetic <laughs> one if I had to. Which, I mean, I, but can they, they can't replicate the sensations, can they? I would think not. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. You know, which I was I thinking. I don't know if the technology is there yet. I was thinking, this is totally off the subject, but I was like, what if like, you know, I show up to heaven or whatever and they're like, you know, St. Peter's like, hey, welcome on in, John, you know, uh. You, you can ask one question to God, what would it be? And I was like, man, would it be really funny <laughs> to go, hey, God, can I get my foreskin back? <laughs> you know, like, I just want to see what it looks like. You know? Is that cool? Can I do that? You know, I know it's like a covenant thing and all. I'm just wondering if that would be cool to do. Since we're talking about penises, by the way, I thought I'd throw that out there. I thought about that. That's the kind of stuff I think about, by the way. That wouldn't be my question, because I think my question would be, uh, is the Loch Ness Monster real? (laughs) (laughs) But. I would have been like, God. I had a whole line of other questions. Be like, God, you know, you created the earth and everything, and and global warming's happening. Did you not plan for cow farts? Did you not know that was going to happen? Yeah. Those are sinking us down there, man. I, was about to say, I mean, as far as foreskins, I wouldn't want mine back, but I would like some maybe exposition <laughs> on why right. that was the symbol. Right. <laughs> you know? That's what I said one of the times when somebody was like, How do you know God's real? I'm like, Because Abraham was a grown man and he cut his foreskin <laughs> off. You know? That's pretty like, good. You don't do that for, for just a dream you had or whatever. <laughs> that's I mean, that's some pretty solid evidence. And then he called like all of his servants and, <laughs> he had and Isaac and everybody. And they're like, yeah, all right. Hey, guys. <laughs> and don't you know, for like Sarah, that was like really weird after it happened. <laughs> yeah. He like gets out of the tub or whatever. And she's like, did, did you do something different? I mean, <laughs> And then his answer is God told me to do this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God told me to do it, honey. It's okay. He said you're going to have a baby, too. It's wild. Yeah. Wow. That's some bad boy of Southern Baptist humor right there. Yes. That's, that's, that is, that's what the people are asking is, for. That is some edgy church humor. Right. Yes. But I just think, you know, out of everything people would ask God, you know, like, you know, explain time to me or, right. or whatever. I'd be like, hey, guy, can I, just, I just like to get my foreskin back. Just like to see what I look like. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even have to be permanent, maybe temporary, whatever. I just want to check it out. Where is it? Do you have it stored up here or something? <laughs> you know, can I go pull it out of a drawer? <laughs> Anyways, moral of the story, not about my foreskin, but about having your penis cut off, is don't cheat. Don't be evolved in an adulterous relationship don't be a homewrecker yeah don't be a homewrecker because you're just asking for trouble yeah that's how you get your junk cut off <laughs> right. you know i mean that's that's one of the few ways right wrong happen. or indifferent that just happens sometimes yeah, right so yeah. it's best to just steer clear and i would just say well, there's a lot of beautiful women in the world mm-hmm. i mean there's a whole bunch number one need her along right there number one i don't want just in case you listen to this <laughs> think i'm thinking about anybody else 
But don't really, even think about it, Buster. Really not. Because <laughs> she's married. Really not a single one I'd give up my penis for. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There is not one that I would be like, I'll trade my penis for just a few chances with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, it don't last long enough anyways for me. <laughs> 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 That's not a good trade-off on my end. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That kind of went a little more. Uh, sideways than I wanted it to. It but hey, I mean, just keep your stuff to yourself. It won't get cut off. Well, let's finish up here with horses. Oh, yeah. Horses. <laughs> Oak Bank area man accused of performing unauthorized dental procedures on horses. Okay. Can I make my Sarah Jessica Parker joke now <laughs> or should I wait? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Asham faces lifetime ban on practicing veterinary medicine. Oh, wow. Yes, lifetime ban. <laughs> wow. Thank you very much. An Oak Bank area man accused of performing unauthorized dental procedures on horses is facing a lifetime ban against practicing veterinary medicine in Manitoba. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah, I hate when it does that. I know. Articles. Yeah. The Manitoba Veterinary Medical Association is seeking a permanent injunction against Kevin Brent Asham, whom the organization accuses of diagnosing diseases and injuries in horses, treating the animals, and in one instance, administering a sedative, all without certification as a veterinarian. Now, to give him the benefit of the doubt, John Kerry said he was very pleased with his services <laughs> rendered. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, look, if we're just talking about horse tranquilizers here, I've ministered those to myself plenty of time. You don't need a license for that, do you? You just got to know the guy to get them from. In court documents, the Veterinary Association claims it's been trying to stop Asham from diagnosing and treating horses for three years to no avail. Oh. He just keeps doing it. Yeah, right. Just man can't quit. <laughs> I mean, if the horses are coming, I'm going to be spitting out some medical advice. That sentence started out so badly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Claiming that he conducts himself as if rules don't apply to him. Oh, yeah. What one investigator described in court documents as a display of lawless bravado. <laughs> oh, man. A rogue vet. <laughs> yes. What do you do with a rogue veterinarian? Oh, a rogue yeah, rogue vet dentist. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Out of all the things to go rogue on. <laughs> <laughs> the Vets Association said that it first became aware of Asham in 2015 when animal protection officers investigated a complaint and a 16-year-old castrated horse suffered irreparable damage oh. after Asham filed down overgrown and sharp-edged teeth in a treatment known as floating. Oh, okay. So... In an affidavit, Animal Protection Officer Leon Flanagan, a former Brandon police officer, said that he investigated allegations Asham caused damage when he floated the teeth, sedated the horse, pulled one of his teeth, and attempted to pull another, all without authorization from veterinary authorities. Flanagan said that he met with Asham at a Tim Hortons in <laughs> Selkirk in 2016. I'm guessing, is that a... That's a restaurant. Okay, it's a restaurant. Yeah. And he cautioned Asham that he could be charged under the Animal Care Act. Flanagan said that he learned Asham floated the teeth of four other horses for the same owner. Jeez. He owned power tools to do the work, and he had been floating horse teeth since 1996. <laughs> Just can't quit. <laughs> According to Flanagan, Asham said most veterinarians do floating improperly and that he possesses tools that are different from those used by vets. Off the record, I do thousands of horses, Asham told Flanagan, without being prompted. Wow. That's that bravado. Yeah, that right. Off about. the record. Yes. 
According to the later affidavit, I do a good job and I am willing to fight this in court. Well, it sounds like he's going to get a chance. <laughs> yeah. In a separate affidavit, Veterinary Medical Association Register Andrea Lear said that Manitoba's chief veterinary office investigated the 2015 incident and concluded Asham practiced veterinary medicine without authorization. And then it just goes on and on. But basically, here's a dude who <laughs> he likes to float horse's teeth. <laughs> he's really high on the horse about himself. You know, yeah, he's got a very right. high opinion That's right. of his abilities and he don't need no authorization. Well, uh, forgive me for saying this, but we don't want him causing any pain to the animals, of course, but no. I didn't really know you needed, like you couldn't just work on your animals yourself. Yeah. I didn't know that either. I just assumed if your dog needed something, you could try to do it yourself. Right. I mean, well, like, I mean, you can't give your dog surgery. Can you? Can we not? Well, but I, I mean, if let you, me just no comment. <laughs> I was going to no comment. All I know is Jay Walker doesn't have an appendix now. Okay. Okay. It was acted like it was bothered him. Yeah. And no, my I, neighbors, uh, they understand the age old timeless rule that snitches get stitches. <laughs> right. I'm just thinking like in a, a livestock setting, like you, Correct, can, yeah. you can castrate a bull or a hog or whatever. I've done both, by mm-hmm. the way. Don't brag or anything. <laughs> Without, like, a vet present, right? So what's pulling a couple of teeth? Like, you can pull a hog's tusk, right? I, I don't know. I think the statute I, I of limitations am, out if anybody's listening. I was about to say, I am way outside of the my area of expertise yeah. here. So, But I feel like this dude was probably a little more nefarious. Mm-hmm. But apparently everybody kept using if he's doing thousands. At least he claims to be doing thousands. Well, he could just be underselling the competition. And that's why he's getting so that's much That's true, work. like showing up like a Black & Decker, but you, you know, would, something <laughs> bought down at Sears to but do But you would with. think if he's, like, seriously injuring animals, then people are going to, word's going to get out about right, that. Yeah, people hey. are going to quit giving in business right you don't know? let him work on your horse he screwed mine all up you right, know? horses right. aren't cheap they're, no, they're, they're not. expensive so uh, anyways i mean if <laughs> just just beware buyer beware with your horse dentist okay <laughs> maybe do a little research and ask to see some certification yeah right when, when you go in there and talk to the vet yeah. And he's over there getting out his Nikita power saw. <laughs> right. I'm saying, like, what does he have? Tools. He said he had special <laughs> yeah. tools. And you just say, hey, I'm going to need to see some certification here. Yeah, you got, yeah. like, a licensing number or anything like that <laughs> you can show me. Or, you know, I know Deidre's got, like, a little license card for a nursing license and all that. Right. Okay, can you, can you, I'd just run, like to run that by me. Let's see that here. <laughs> but I don't know. You remember Canada was the one that had a nurse working for forever that wasn't licensed, too. So. Yeah. So they're operating a little willy nilly up in Canada. This is what socialized <laughs> medicine gets you, people. All right. Just before any one of my Facebook friends could say that. <laughs> you just want to get out ahead of it. Just get out ahead of it. That's right. All right. So we could talk about Cajun Curl. Let's talk about it. Yep. We want to thank them for their help. Yep. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. And check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice on CajunCurl.com and their potato chip cutter as well, all on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, 
pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of your own homemade potato chips. Let's say you go over to your neighbor's house who's been sleeping with your wife, tie him up to the bed, get the scissors out, get the Cajun Curl chip cutter, whip him up a batch of potato chips. And then eat them all and make him watch That's you. That's right, and make him watch you eat all of them. And then you cut off his penis and leave. Okay? <laughs> On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice and the chip cutter, but you can find recipes uh, that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. Here locally, um, it's available at Vowels on Skyland Boulevard, Piggly Wiggly in Northport, Mark's Mart in Northport, and South's Finest Meats. They also... Shipped to Canada, apparently, as we found out That's last right. week. Yeah. So if you're all, for all our Canadian listeners, our friends up north, get some. Put them on your pancakes with your maple syrup. It, <laughs> it's amazing. All of their products are made in the USA, and you can enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl while feeling patriotic. You can wear your MAGA hat and <laughs> grill out, and it's all natural. It's low salt. It has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right. We've got another review here to talk about today. Yay. And this review comes from SG Cash, and the title of it is Earth Oddity. I guarantee I know who this is. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. It's rated five stars. Amen. And it says... The Earth Oddity Podcast is a good podcast to listen to if you have literally nothing else to do. If ESPN has dart reruns on, I would probably go with darts. But other than that, I'm listening to this week's episode of Earth Oddity. You should listen to Earth Oddity as well if you're in a similar situation. Thanks, John and Tiny, for a well-done podcast. All right. So when he says, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Right. But when he says that Earth Oddity is... For people who literally have nothing else to do. I think he's talking about men of leisure. Right. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Men of a certain means. Yes. Who, you know, don't necessarily They don't have, have to, to go out and work every day right. like the rest of us peons. Yes. These are men of leisure right. who just pursue their intellectual pursuits in life. Right. And just enjoy. Men who don't have satisfied wives. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that would be like me and you. Our wives are very satisfied. Yes. They don't demand anything of us. Right. And we can do what we want to do. Yes. Like listen to a podcast. Yeah. But I will say darts are electric, by the way. <laughs> if you ever watch a dart tournament on ESPN, it's electric. Or, or an electric dart tournament. Oh, that's even better. Kick it up a notch. Yes. Oh, they show cornhole on ESPN, too. That's by right. The way. It's pretty electric, too. <laughs> yes. I will watch any competition. Cornhole turns out. Something totally different than what I thought it was <laughs> right. when I first heard about oh, it. Oh, yeah. People several like, years back. The first time someone <laughs> said, hey, we're having a party. We're going to play some cornhole. Come over. I was like, hey, man, I'm, I mean, whatever you guys want to do is cool. But I don't, I don't, I don't, did that. I don't yeah, do that anymore. I don't swing that way. So I experimented a little bit in college. It just wasn't my thing. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's not for me, man. So, but yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know if they call it cornhole in other parts of the world, do they? I think so. Okay. 
good. But anyway. Otherwise, this place, this just took a dark segment. And People he, are like, my ESP <laughs> is a lot different than theirs is now. <laughs> and I would just like to say that, uh, I mean, we love that, that the wealthy, the elite yes. classes love our show. Oh, yeah. But we don't want it to be just for them. Don't let that scare you oh, away from right. listening to this podcast. We're a podcast for the common man. Yes. Yeah. And really every man. Right. That's Regardless of social status or income level. Mm-hmm. We this are. podcast really is the glue that binds the social fabric of America get together. Right. Yeah, it's the rock that America breaks upon. <laughs> right. So I really don't even know what the that Plymouth means. The Plymouth Rock. Yeah, the Plymouth Rock. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of America, you think of Earthology. That's right. Yeah, that's what all our international listeners have told me. <laughs> yes. Like their picture of America comes straight from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why no one wants to back us in any trade deals and stuff. <laughs> you know? we're, we're making the president's job right. it's extremely difficult. Oh, yeah, no. Not he's, that he's doing himself any favors. <laughs> he's doing a great job as it is. Never creates any controversy. It's like never, never puts the country in a bad light at all. Oh, man. I wish I wonder, you know, like, uh, because I've kind of been, you have too, ambiguous about our political beliefs. You right. know, I wonder where people let listen think we land on like the political spectrum. You may have stated you were a libertarian, but I'm a. I would say I'm a right leaning libertarian. Oh, okay. So all right, you know, I, you know, I probably it would probably be difficult to fit me into one. That's how I am too. One yeah. category. Cause, but I've imagined like if you listen, there were some points you'd be like, man, John's like super liberal. That's you true. Know? Yes. And, and that's to me, I think that's kind of funny because yeah. then they're like, "Did he say he goes to Southern Baptist Church?" You know, <laughs> know. like how does he reconcile? All well, that? here's my question: Can you, can you, you know, be generally conservative, but not love Trump to death? But no, at the, no. But at the same no. time. You're a soy boy beta cunt. (laughs) But at the same time, not be a never Trumper. (laughs) Oh, no. And maybe have a very soft, almost liberal stance on immigration. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You know? Like, where does that fall? Exactly. That's what I say. It's it's really tough. And and here's the thing. I don't think America is as segregated as the media wants us to think they are. I, I really think that if you sat everybody down and gave them like this huge, I don't know, 200 question survey, we would find out that people's opinions vary widely and it's oh, yeah. not, you know, red or blue, like on yeah. every single person in America. No, I kind of agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, I don't know where I fall. I hate a lot of everybody. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I love a lot of everything. So I love some liberal stuff. I love some conservative stuff. I love some libertarian stuff. So I just do me. That's why I vote for yep. my dad. He's the only person I can trust. <laughs> yes. Only my dad and Stan Acker. <laughs> the only two politicians I ever vote for. Oh, well, you got anything else? Nope. I just want to encourage everyone to share the podcast with their friends and family. You know, just share it with one person. If you found this episode funny or a segment funny or whatever, and, you know, try to spread the word, help us spread the word. Mm-hmm. Because I can't remember to post on Instagram every week. <laughs> and uh, we need all the help we can get. And we're just trying to grow it. We've really grown exponentially in a little over a year and a half that we've been doing mm-hmm. it. But we want to get it big enough to where we can actually move out of a closet 
and not have to work anymore. So, yeah. you know, somebody really, send this to Joe Rogan. Really, my biggest thing for wanting to be successful is I just want to be able to tell my wife I told you so. Oh, okay. Just yeah. one time. Come on. One time <laughs> in our marriage, I want right. to be like, okay, well, I was right. Clearly, I was right yeah. on that. And I don't want to be rich or anything. No. You know, like I've said many times, God doesn't want me to be rich because I would have a crippling <laughs> cocaine habit. Yes. So, but yeah, so just help us spread the word, please, if you're listening. Uh, we appreciate all that you've done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, just trap someone in your car and put the show on and make them listen to it with <laughs> yes. you. Explain the little inside jokes we have and, uh, and maybe they will become a fan too. And maybe. then they can share the word, you know. Go ye therefore <laughs> and make earth oddity disciples, okay? Let's go. <laughs> but that's all I really had left to say. All right. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Do you like to look at pictures? Oh, yeah. Sometimes we post pictures. Yeah. You can look at those pictures over on Instagram at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. And if all that fails, mm-hmm. you can call us and you can leave us a voicemail. What's that number, John? I encourage everyone to call, by the way. <laughs> I want to hear everybody. Yes. Um, it is uh, 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. Call now. Operators are standing by. Tell us whatever you want to tell us. Yeah. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.